0: Hello everybody and welcome to episode 23 of Competitive Magic with the Carnies. I'm your host from Italy, Andrea Mangucci, and joining me we have Javier Dominguez from Spain. Hello everyone. And Anthony Lee from Australia. Hola. We started last week the Patreon, so um, we had some new entry this week. I want to thank Gennara, Eric, Austin, Daniel, Harpo, and Jamie. Thanks a lot. And... (laughs) Yeah, they joined the the, the Discord, which is, you know, starting to have a few more people there, uh, which is cool. Thank you so much, guys. And uh, yeah, I mean, if you want to show support to us, uh, that's the best place to go, uh, patreon.com slash carnies. Uh, But yeah, aside of that, what did you do, (laughs) Carnies, this weekend? Did you play some magic? Did you test for the uh, PT in Philadelphia that's happening in a few weeks?
1: Yeah, I mean, we tested a little bit, uh, but I also personally went to this old school local league we have here in Barcelona. You know, like see the see the friends there and play a little bit of like paper magic. So I didn't test as much as other weekends, but yeah, I mean, it's 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 good to have a tournament, you know, in the in the future, so you can just whenever you sit down and play and be like, yeah, I'm gonna you know try to get a little bit better in the format. How about you, Anthony?
2: I don't know. I'm mostly tested. That's it.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. Niktas were won this weekend, or Niktas. Oh, on I did play an RCQ. FOMO.
2: Um, it was pretty hard because I've shifted my time zone to match. Um, the east coast of the United States, so it was effectively not a very good start time for me. But I played through the event anyway, and it was uh, it was fine. Yeah, it was good.
1: Did you play a luck deck, which is the official advice when you are like out of your time zone?
2: Um, hmm. I'm not sure whether I played a luck deck. I I I, uh, I think it. No, yeah. Let's. If I guess if you're not sure, it's a luck deck. Let's say it was a luck deck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: All right, all right. Very nice, very nice. And uh, uh, so, what, when when are you gonna leave for for Philadelphia? Because I know the I know Anthony, you won't be around next uh, next episode because of the uh, because you'll be leaving for 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 the US. Are you gonna do some 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 holidays? Uh, uh, New York. Uh, Vacation before?
2: Uh, No, that's afterwards. I'm just going early because I know that I'm quite likely to get jet lagged, or maybe a little bit. You know that you get some travel bugs when you go through airports, so I want to get that out of the way before we all go to the house because I don't want to make my teammates sick or waste time, you know, being unconscious at the start of testing. So I just leave a little bit early to get that out of the way
0: very nice very nice yeah uh there's there's gonna be a uh, limited at this pro tour so you'll definitely need uh, to to do some like real life drafting it's just not like only constructed discord
2: absolutely yeah yes definitely
0: yeah I can't really replicate the limited <laughs> uh, limited testing online
2: yes i would say there's a limited ability to replicate it online that's that's what i would say
0: yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I remember once I was on a train with Simon Nielsen, Zen, and a few other people, and we just had like this draft uh, through the train. It was like you know, just standing up, passing the booster. It was uh, <laughs> it was a lot. We once, uh,
2: we did that. We did that once in Japan, and uh, only like halfway through the draft did I realize that we were traveling on the Haruka Limited Express. I was so excited. It was perfect. That's the best train to draft on, by the way. <laughs> the limited (laughs) express in japan
1: so many limited experiences yeah right there yeah, uh, I
0: remember going in Japan in the Shinkansen, which now I always call the the card the red card Shinkansen. <laughs> I was called the Shinkansen oh, because I think that was a train <laughs> from uh, Kyoto to Oh by the way, so I <laughs> the proto was in Kyoto, you remember, right? And I booked my flight to Tokyo because I thought the the proto was in Tokyo. Oh, really?
2: <laughs> well, I guess at least we'll, well, a yeah, Shinkansen it's not too long to get from one to the other, I suppose. <laughs>
0: No, it, it, it. it was. I remember we, we we were there together, right? I think yeah. it was like an hour yeah. of the train. Yeah, that's, lot, yeah, that's not, not
2: You look at how far the distance is, and that was pretty good. Oh, but it was like
0: over a hundred euro ticket, though. Yeah. I remember that part. It's cool, though. Good stories, good stories. So yeah, best of luck in the Pro Tour is going to be exciting to to watch from home. Some uh, some high level uh, paper
1: pit pr- p- paper event, definitely oh, something very, uh, very We exciting. are,
0: yeah. yeah,
2: yeah.
1: yeah. I still fully expect Anthony to take it down. Mm, the same. That seems improbable. We will see. We will see.
0: We will see. Anthony already has the world invite with his regional championship win in Australia. So he's uh, already representing the, the carnies guaranteed. Maybe Javier would join.
1: Or maybe they that, will pretty join. Good, pretty good after that. Yes. <laughs> Napoli. Yeah. Manopolis. Maybe we can be three out
0: of three. That would be great. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about that Naples being standard. I don't have the best odds. Let's just say that way.
1: But you're mango. You can get
0: that. All right. Standard challenges, by the way. We'll talk about that later. But there's a lot of decks I like. I like the the big white decks, which seems to be super super popular right now.
1: Yeah, yeah. But let's let's first talk about like you know because I saw someone tweeting this week. Uh, I don't know if you know him. It's Mingo 9 The mm-hmm. name might sound familiar to you. And he was saying like, you know, sad days for modern fans. Uh, you know, what happened this week? Because some of some of our listeners might not be aware, but there was an announcement. Yeah, so, yeah for sure. Yesterday, uh, PlayMTG, which is the new Twitter account for Wizards,
0: uh, tweeted something like, "Thanks for your feedback. Uh, the upcoming RCQ seasons will have a single seasonal format plus limited." They said also to lower the player, to dip the player bear entry, but we'll get to that later. But basically, uh, what they said is uh, similar to the past when we had a PTQ season of only one format. It's going to happen the same thing for the regional championship qualifiers. So. Um, so the first season will be pioneer. So every RCQs will be pioneer or uh, sealed. They always, the store always has the option to uh, make the the format sealed. But what it is liked was that uh, you know once again Wizards is just forcing their formats uh, into into the players to become competitive. You know if if if, if you uh, listen to my, my my content, if you watch my content, you know I love modern and a lot of RCQ were modern just because it's mostly on the I guess in Europe and and the US it's. The most popular competitive format, so I was a little bit sad of that. But then they replied to my tweet saying that uh, the next uh, season after Pioneer would be Modern. Que so disaster. you know the kid disaster. <laughs> Anthony, Anthony was not happy in the chat of our, in our chat. So yeah. So basically, what happens is that uh, uh, so far stores had the option to choose their tournaments, whereas from now on, if the if the tournament is an RCQ, it has to be, it has to follow the season. So yeah, that's it, that's the news.
1: So now let's talk about what we think about the news. Uh, I mean, the tweet is pretty clear, <laughs> like it's, it's pretty clear that Mango doesn't like it, um, but why you don't like it? Like, do you think it's like gonna be worse for the formats? Like, what, what do you think?
0: Well, in general, I dislike that uh, people are uh, kind of like, force the to play certain formats and also i love that the store can follow his community the, the the store can follow the community in order to choose the format so for example uh where anthony lives uh in, in australia the at, the at the western side there's a lot of people that love pioneer that love standard so they make those rcq but where, where i live uh, has a lot of people that love modern so you know and they the as far as i know the attendance for pioneers a little bit lower uh compared to whenever the tournament was modern you know so things like that this might hurt the stores a little bit but at the same time they might sell more pioneer cards i I just i already know how the uh, economics work i love that you know people can shoot can play the formats they they like and when that doesn't happen i'm a little bit less happy but at the end of the day uh I'm happy that modern will be part of the competitive uh, uh, world, even if it's not in the next few days, in the next few months, the some some months ahead.
2: I don't know about this concept mm, of point. forcing people to play formats. I I don't really agree with that framing. Um, I think it's good that Wizards has the ability to promote formats, um, so to, to help people get into them. For example, I think Pioneer is very popular now, but it would never have been if it was not the regional championship, if it was not the format for the return of the, you know, the regional championships and the pro tours and whatnot, we would have missed out on that opportunity if not for the ability of Wizards to encourage people to play the format. And organized play is their best tool to do that. Um, I mean, if people really don't enjoy the format, they can just not play it, right? I don't really understand this idea of forcing because whatever format they choose for the RCs and the PTs is inherently to the exclusion of other formats. So I mean, picking any format is forcing people to play that format, isn't it? It's a bit strange to—I don't know. I see the sentiment about Wizards forcing people to do things, and they don't. Wizards offers you something, and if you choose to engage with it, you can. That's true for many things.
1: <laughs> I guess the point here is like you know, let's say you play Modern and you don't like Pioneer the other way around. You can be like you know, you going to I wanna play the RCs or CQs. And before, if it was like half each or whatever, you could just pick which ones to play. But now, if the season is in the formats that were like, like you didn't like, you're like either stepping out of the RC system or just playing that format. I, I yes, you can step out of the RC the system. Method. That's
2: fine. Like that's yeah, yeah, it is problem? fine now. Yeah, at yeah. least
1: with this new <laughs> system. Mm, I yeah. I mean, the, both. I think both. Uh, both sides are actually fair. I don't have like any strong opinion about this. To me, uh, I really don't don't feel either way. But yeah, I mean, good talk. So I think from a business uh, standpoint, it's fine
0: that Wizards chooses to push formats where they sell the newer cards, so Pioneer and Standard but at the same time uh, it's great that players can just see the uh, the list of RCQs and being like okay, Day one five there is Modern, so I like Modern I will go to these three, and I won't go to the other one because you know I have a lot of things to do. Maybe in the month, so I can like just choose three events and just keep the rest. Whereas now, it has to be something like, oh, I just you know for for for, for three months or how long does the season last? Uh, either I am forced to uh, buy a new deck, and learn a new format, which you know many people don't have the uh, the, the opportunity to do, or and then the next season, every event is modern, so it's, like, it's going to be... I don't know, I feel like it's really nice that uh, just store can decide based on the uh, players they have, but at the same time, as you said, Wizards um, incentivizes, incentivizes competitive magic uh, with, with um, you know, with, with, the, with the newer formats.
2: Yeah, and I don't know, Maybe maybe... Um, the system works better without modern being part of it because I think modern does tend to have a much higher barrier to entry than the other formats and uh, maybe maybe that is a problem but I suppose stores can run limited instead so uh, maybe that will help. Um, something that I thought, I mean I I I had initially thought that um, they were intending to phase modern out of high level competitive play which to me would make a lot of sense Um, from a financial perspective for Wizards, but also for, you know, the high-level competitive players. Um, But uh, I realize now that the opt-out... Like, the the Pro Tours are more standalone experiences now. So before, missing a Pro Tour was just really bad for you if you were trying to maintain some Pro Club status or, you you know, if you were trying to chain Pro Tours for whatever reason. You just couldn't miss one. That was disastrous. That would probably cost you your ability to play the way that you wanted to. But now I think Pro Tours are more of a standalone experience. You can just opt out. So if you really don't want to play a Modern Pro Tour, you can just not. And it doesn't cost you that much other than, I don't know, maybe one of the end of season world's top 32 slots or whatever. Um, And I think we'll probably see that. Um, I think some people will choose to skip the Modern Pro Tour um, and that will be fine. And I think that's a much healthier way to engage. So before I might've been more opposed to... Um, you know, modern continuing to be part of the tournament circuit, but now I think it's quite fine. Even, and I think that's true for any format, really. If if people don't like Pioneer, they can just skip a Pioneer Pro Tour, and that's fine. You know, it doesn't cost anyone anything really, or at least nothing very much. So, uh, or at least much less than it used to, perhaps. Uh, so I think well, that's something important. Protor-
0: What's that? A pr- a, pr- a Pro Tour these days qualifies you to the next Pro as well, so you're skipping it. A- just yes, keeping a qualifier basically. You're, you're,
2: you might be yes, but uh, it's not quite the same as like before. Like if you, yeah, you, oh, it's yeah, so you know, hard no, to get
0: sure, gold if sure. you skip a
2: pro tour. And yeah, yeah, going. yeah.
0: There was, a, there was levels before, and yeah. now they. I mean, there is somewhat of a level, right? You if you get like thirty-five, what, what is it exactly? I haven't really some number of like, match num- points.
2: So you you would yeah, be missing exactly. that. But and i that's I yeah. think the main thing, the main reason that would be important is at the end of the three pro tours of a season uh the top 32 uh who had top 32 adjusted match points get an invite to worlds which is pretty big but um i think it's yeah the scale is not quite the same as it as it was before so even if modern has some serious barriers to entry i think it's not as harsh uh as it is before to to be locked out which i think it's very difficult to balance um, the desire of modern players to have their format showcased as well as um you know other wizards and other players desire to have competitive play be more accessible it's very hard to balance um but i think having each pro to a standalone experience um, makes that more possible
0: yeah it it must also be said that wizards is now releasing uh, some product that is uniquely modern so Mm -hmm. they like this The summer will have the lord of the Rings set which will be legally modern so they will have to, like, sell, uh, of course, and, like, push that, that format as well. So this is probably why the season will be modern, right?
2: It's not that, that's not that season, though. That season is, is the, it? the regional... The, the RCQs can be any format. The RCs must be Pioneer. And then the Pro Tour is of a non-announced format. So we don't necessarily know it's modern either.
1: Okay, okay, sure. So we're going to speculate it might be modern.
2: We could speculate on that, yes. I think that's reasonably likely, although... I do think it's odd that. I mean if if it was modern they would probably just have announced it, right? So I think maybe there's something interesting uh going on there. I have a feeling that Wizards has a couple of firecrackers
0: uh lined Let's up. Let's just say year. that Wizards doesn't really do things like like they announced that it's modern in my comment on Twitter, you know? So but they no, they'll probably make the full they'll,
2: make, they'll make the full announcement next week, they said. Shh. They just wanted to sure. uh reassure you because you were so visibly upset, which I think is reasonable, but they did plan to announce Everything on the 7th, which is what they initially said they were going to do.
0: Yeah, okay. Yeah. No, I mean, that is just, yeah, the Wizards doesn't exactly uh, announce everything. They, well, I mean, they but they people complain planned. about
2: announcements of announcements, don't they? I mean, isn't that. Oh, no, for sure. For sure, for <laughs> but sure. That's not a bad <laughs> thing. Would you rather they just said nothing and then made That's the full true. announcement out of nowhere? I don't know. I, I kind of like this. Maybe, I, maybe. I, I I think, it's okay. I yeah. think you went. I think this is more fine. You went fine. Yeah, I think this is better. It's better than do leaving it you a stew when for a they... week.
0: <laughs> yeah do you remember when they announced the end of gp coverage in the comment of a person <laughs> uh yeah, yeah i do think I they, maybe they oof. could do
2: some things like that better but um i think that's a communication issue <laughs> it's
1: a tough all thing. right all right no. uh when do you guys play different formats uh i don't I play all the formats so i don't have a strong opinion. but i think i have a strong opinion about something that happened this weekend can we move into that because i really want to say it the next one. I, I would rather
2: oh, oh, like, let's can, just skip the standard. I think I, no, no, I don't, don't want to. Can I guess? I don't yeah, give you, up can guess. Oh.
1: you can
0: guess. Is it? Does it have to be with some modern challenge winner? It does.
1: It does. Does it? Does it? Is it? The, is the name Ryumei? Yes, exactly. Ryume the MTGO champion. I'm gonna clap for them because Ryume won the challenge this weekend with Merfolk. Finally, My favorite deck. My favorite deck that I have never played before. But I decided to champion this deck when we started the podcast. And finally, it rightfully I, took the challenge this weekend.
2: Are you are you sure it counts as championing a deck if you literally never play it?
1: I don't I think mean, that's. I am actually. I'm championing the deck every podcast. So that's that cast me as a champion, Anthony. You're not getting the point of being a champion of a deck. It's not about playing, it's play about, about, you know, loving it, point. caring about it and you know, like when it wins, I'm happy. So, yeah, it's like, you know how you root for a sports team but exactly. you never played the sport. Exactly, it really made me smile when I saw the, the winner. By the way, I mean, uh, it took the top eight in a, <laughs> when I say like, it's full of bad matchups in the top eight, but half of the matches are bad when you're playing Murfolk, I guess. But <laughs> I, I wanna talk a little bit about the deck. It's true, Yeah, though. it's true, though. But yeah, like, it plays only one Silver Guild adept main deck. Main deck. Yes. Main deck. Yeah. Main deck. Why did you say main deck? Because the other three ones are in the sideboard. And I've been analyzing the a little bit. Like, I took some minutes to actually, like, see what was going on. And I think this person probably just nailed it. Like, because if you look at the metagame, like, in the modern metagame, most of the games where you play Marfolk, the games are going to be over very often before you actually have time to deploy all your hand. Like, you play against, you know, many decks where they either kill you super fast or they die to you super fast because they don't interact. And there are a lot of matchups like that. And that's where the added is really, like, it's really very bad. It's a 2-1 for 2 that throws a card. But it's not only that. It's also, like, you have to play it relatively fast because if it's the last card in your hand, it's, like, a mulligan also. So you have to play it early. So it makes your deck, like, way slower. And most of the matchups... This is not what you're trying to do in the in this metagame, especially with how this deck is, confi- is made. Like it's dismember and force negation. So he's really trying to close the game as fast as possible. And so little adept actually doesn't fit into that plan as much. I so saw the deck I was like, wow, this might just, like, might just be like super wrong, right? There's only one Adept. It's like the best man folk. But the rest is on the sideboard. So you can sideboard into four Adept seconds met- matchups where they try to kill your creatures, but instead this deck plays mist color which i had to i had to search what it did like i knew the card <laughs> but i didn't actually know what it did but it has a lot of applications right like it's good against matchups like Moth, creativity or whatever and i i mean i feel i see this deck list, and i think this has has been like tested and thought a lot uh, about a lot like i think this is a very refined decklist that's my impression of this uh, marvel one so yeah i'm very happy about it
0: <laughs> one one interesting uh, decision is to play force of negation main deck because every time because uh i see a merfolk list these days it has the subtlety main deck and the force in the sideboard but this person sw- swapped them
1: yep uh it's also like they, they go very deep in this vellum part like i think they're trying to go a little bit more like you know, just play the creatures fast. Like, I think they want to be like more a more traditional tempo deck and just trying to prey on the non-interactive strategies a little bit more. I think this this, this player is trying to be on creativity decks and as such. That's why no adepts unfortunately. I think that makes sense. I think they're just trying to sort of give up the blue-red matchup, game one, and just have all these cards on the sideboard, because everything that's not like blue-red or similar or scam, those cards are just, like, overwhelming. Like, you don't want to play, like, this kind of cards anyway. But yeah it, it's interesting but I think it, I mean, it definitely worked for them but I think it does make a lot of sense
2: makes sense yeah yeah so
0: this weekend we had four uh, modern challenge it's the first time that uh, uh, so magical line has had the two modern challenges every weekend um, so we have a lot of content to us to talk about a lot of opportunities to us and to you to compete uh, from home at uh, various time zone uh, in uh, in modern so definitely a nice a nice uh, new thing that the daybreak is bringing to magic online just you know seeing the most popular formats and actually understanding where they could make more (laughs) i guess on Saturday, we had another challenge, and there was another very weird winner, as in, uh, you know, a very uncommon deck list. We've talked about it on the podcast last uh, last week. It is the deck called Eight Cast, which actually plays only seven uh, Galvanic Blast. Sorry, Eight Blast, Blast. Blast. No, 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 not <laughs> Eighth Cast. I'm used to it. But only says <laughs> so, so four Gal and three Shrapnel, but it's playing four Monastery, Swiss Spears, so a slightly different list than the one that uh, um, came second last week. It's playing four monasteries, Space Spirit,
1: and only one Beaumont Courier. Mm. Uh, what do you think about that? You played it a little bit, right? Which one do you think is better?
0: Yeah, so I played this version, actually, uh, because this was um, uh, a person... Uh, a, a, a streamer went 4-0 on, in a preliminary with the Monastery Spear, and I played a, his list on a, on a video that uh, came out yesterday on my channel, and I was impressed. Honestly, the spear I mean, obviously, right? This deck is a million one off, uh, one drop, so Spear was very good, just like it is in Bluer Prowess, and I think it really belongs to the deck.
1: It looks in paper to me, yeah, that it has to be better than Bombard Korea, right? Like, this deck is surely the same, too. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think Bombard is also good here, but, like, you know, being able to just close the, I mean, I'm pretty sure you can go like turn three, go blast, galblast, bold, and just kill someone out of like sixteen life or whatever. And that's just so powerful, yeah. I think.
0: I found Galvanic Blast uh, um battlecraft to not be that easy to achieve.
1: Yeah, it has to be hard, it's, right? You don't have that many artifacts, yeah. but... Uh, yeah, <laughs> like,
0: especially with, like, the bubbles that you kind of often just crack because, you know, you just don't have any cards. And, uh, I mean, obviously, uh, I, I played a lot of 8-casts, uh, so I am used to hold my bubbles, but I'm happy to hold them if, if I have, like, you know, talk Monitor and Kappa Cannon here and such in my hand, but if I literally have nothing and have a Fetch land, I I have to crack them. So I felt that... Yeah, Galblast was often a shock in my in my in my experience. You mean burst
1: lightning? Yeah, I was gonna format, say people superstar. play burst lightning,
2: right? Exactly.
1: <laughs> we, yeah, we advocated about you. You literally advocated for burst lightning last week, so you know we don't say shock here. Mango. Yeah, no. I mean, I also played Tar Fire in my Zoo deck like uh, last time I played Zoo. Uh,
0: so it's a lot of. I mean, you just you need to kill Ragavan I mean, and Galblast does it, so it's okay. <laughs> Uh, there's Urza Saga, which is great. Like you know, you, you remember how I disliked a mid range deck with Urza Saga, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. In like, but this is an aggro deck with Urza Saga, so it pressures the opponent in the early game, and then just plays Urza Saga on turn three, and on turn four and five, mix construct, which is much better than a mid range deck that you know. Can, doesn't really maybe have time to make the construct or the constructor super small. Plus, Urza Saga is actually the best way to give you Metacraft. So sure. um, there's the, you know the deck works. I think the deck works. Um, there's a lot of weak cards in the deck, like Voldar well, and Epicure. It's not a powerful card, and you know, Boma Courier maybe is also not a powerful card. So uh, maybe if you can, I've I've seen a list that uh, did well in the preliminary playing uh, Tarmogoyf and Brandon Six. Wow. Uh, cutting some of the weaker cards. So I think there is some work to be done. And with, with Brennan 6, of course, you have the the engine of Urza Saga plus Brandon 6. Um, so I think this archetype can be worked on. And uh, yeah, Tarmogoyf, uh, again, I, I played Tarfire, Fire, Tarmogoyf in the Zoo deck. And Tarmogoyf, um, I, I took a screenshot of playing against Blue Merc that at turn 2, 6-7 Tarmogoyf, definitely which mm-hmm. dodged an only hit and, and won the game it's
1: tricky though because the more cards you pull like Renan 6 or Thermal life, the the worse your aggressive cards become of course like it's very risky also like synthesizer. Yeah. I mean synthesizer with two drops is really like dangerous I think that I mean it's worth trying for sure but I'm not even sure that will be the case like I'm, I don't think Grand 6 really belongs here I think Thermal actually makes more sense Yeah. because it brawls but I think Renan 6 does not belong here even though it's obviously good with Sagan as such, but I, yeah, I don't see Run Six being particularly good here, at least as a main card.
0: No, for sure, it can totally be. It can totally be. Uh, again, it's a new archetype, so you know, working, um, you know, in modern, you don't really have like testing team working hard on the deck list, uh, so the deck changes take take a little bit longer, but I do like the idea, and I think it was uh, certainly impressive. Like a lot of preliminaries for of Word this archetype, I believe, like three uh, just uh, just last week. So definitely a deck that is uh, uh, starting to see a lot of play. In modern, and you know, a deck that can go turn one Ragavan can never be too bad in modern. It's
1: <laughs> one more Ragavan DRC bubble deck that seems to be like exactly. the best like it seems to be like red is the best color model because of these three cards because there's more tide there's the bridge decks there's this archetype now i'm pretty sure there are more decks like that zoo you know zoo is another kind of Raga- felt- turn one yeah. deck.
2: like this was just kind of true ever since they were printed right i guess now we have figured out more ways of using them but they were a front runner basically from the start i think so
0: yeah
1: no, but yeah. now there's more directions. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Let's let's say that before a
0: red six was a more popular card. Now red and six, it's really not popular. Like it's just it's just you know it exists as in creativity and maybe if somebody still plays, Omnath, but it's just. You know, if you're in the draw, it's like, it's fine now to cast turn one raga but whereas before, you were always afraid that they would just go and Ren and Six pink it, and you would be, like, so behind mm-hmm. all of
1: a sudden. Yeah, that's true, yeah. Since the, since the banning of Jorian, Ren and Renon Six has never exactly. been, like, as popular as before. Yeah, that's him maybe... Overall, yeah. uh, um
0: nice nice winners for sure the uh the saturday also had another you know again not the i mean now it's a common deck but zoo won the saturday challenge the third one again uh with the combination of two tramogof three Nishoba brawler <laughs> but um, yeah and then the, the and then on sunday a crazy deck was about to win but actually lost in the final and that is the glimpse combo deck the the glimpse Of tomorrow, that's actually playing. Like it's unbelievable that this deck uh, got second in the challenge. I played this deck this morning. It was the, like you know, luck deck. Like it was such a luck deck. It's unbelievable.
1: Well, like, I, I didn't see I like, I saw, it. I saw the Eglis, like scrolling, and you saw like, Glimpse Tomorrow, so I assume it was like the normal, you know, like, no, blah, no, blah, no. blah, normal Glimpse Tomorrow. <laughs> what is this? Wow. Yeah. So it's playing four Emrakul,
0: four uh, Omniscience, four Nickel Boss, the Planeswalker, and for One with the Multiverse, which is the, the <laughs> Brothers' War Omniscience, uh, that lets you cast a card for free from your hand or from the top of your deck. Wow. That's so, which actually... Yeah, so I yeah, and uh, so you have ten cascade spells, you cascade glimpse, and you hope to hit right. But I, to, today I played a league. Not only I played against like a million, <laughs> like every all five of my opponents had counter spells in their deck. Not not actual counter spells, was like counter magic. Mm-hmm. So you know I didn't do well. But also whenever I hit glimpse for tomorrow, I would just brick sometimes, like just you know flip nothing and lose. <laughs> well,
1: what like what a deck. Uh, yeah, this is just... unbe- unbelievable also you can yeah. you can omniscience and then cast Glimpses of tomorrow right yeah yeah that's actually a rule that I didn't know
0: uh, magical line explained it to me basically but if you have omniscience in play you can cast from hand Glimpse of tomorrow even if it's
1: Mm-hmm. But then you, you lose, lose how, the omniscience.
0: You, <laughs> you, you know how like if you hit with Ragavan and you flip a crushing foot you can't cast it? that this is different. So you can't cast it. Yeah, but yeah. you lose the omniscience. I like, did, but I didn't have anything. I just hit omniscience and nothing else. So I had to cast a glimpse from hand and I you know th- that's one of the games that I won, And then you're actually.
1: hoping to hit them recall, I assume, also.
0: Yeah, but like you also have Nicol Bolas but was, was, this deck yeah. is All completely wild like this is I mean you know.
1: I, I am <laughs> wow <laughs>
0: uh,
1: I never certainly see,
0: yeah. yeah this person this person went undefeated in the Swiss and then made the finals like, a lot of okay, uh, <laughs> a screen
1: scream <laughs> you deserve the best deck list of the week Award <laughs> for, easily, for, for, like, yeah, for sure. Like, this is, uh, this I, I'm yeah. rooting for Merfolk, but this is not close to be close. Like, this is just <laughs> okay, let's take a clap. Yeah, this was,
0: in, this was in the decks of the weekend of me every, every Monday. Yeah, of it could, the, be, it the could be easily decks
1: of the month or even decks of the year. Like, this is completely wild. Nice, nice. And then
0: I think the the, the last, uh, the last deck to talk about in modern that you know caught my attention over the weekend is the mill deck. Two people with the same, uh, with the same mill mm-hmm. list made uh, made the top eight. Which is, you know, not something that um, happens every day. Uh, they were playing mesmeric orb, which is a card that, again, haven't seen much since prismatic ending and leyline binding are such easy way to to handle permanence. I would say mostly Mill just relies on Tasha fracture identity, etc.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It's a strategy. Not, I'm not a big fan of mil, but you know,
1: it got the job done for two different players in the same in the same event. That's cool. Nice. It, it always looks to me like it's sort of a burn deck, in terms of like it doesn't. It's not easy to interact. But I am surprised that they decide to play mill when when now there's so much, so many breaches around, and every breach has to be hmm. good against this mill deck. Even though I guess social mm-hmm. construction also helps. Like yes, they play yep. the three, so it must be yeah. And good.
0: Ex, and exsir and and soulgallancer. I felt like whenever I play against graveyard decks, I am um, I'm not that unhappy to play with mill like against dredge or you know stuff like that.
2: It makes sense. You naturally you have, have so to play. much. Yeah, you have to naturally play yeah. a lot of graveyard hate anyway. So often it ends up exactly being actually a great matchup.
0: Yeah. yeah, exactly, exactly. That's 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 the. Uh, I think that's like the the similar misconception, like a similar misconception to burn against shadow. You know, mill against dredge. I feel like nah, it's that's uh, different. But yeah. <laughs> Yeah, similar as in like you you you, you help them
1: uh, you help them with their plan a little bit um, I, I think we already had this talk last week where we actually yeah,
2: let's, let's not go down this rabbit hole again yeah, it's gonna be very okay. deep <laughs> uh,
1: alright alright that's mother I mean I'm still shocked by the Emrakul Gricol Bolas uh, Amnesian's One with multiverse deck. That's pretty good Yeah, one with the multiverse. (laughs) I bought it
0: on Sunday for two ticks to build this deck, and this morning was five and a half. So it's spiking. That's
2: called stocks, but it it doesn't matter because you're never going to sell it anyway. So
1: buy high, never sell.
2: That's right. But
1: also also buy low, never sell. Is is kind of good as well. It worked for me. Yeah, I'm just one of those magic players that just enjoys watching the prices of the cards
0: (laughs) uh, they own without actually ever touching them. Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. That's normal. That's normal. That's. You know, people
1: I, know, have I know. I know. I know. Yeah, it's perfectly people... normal. What do you mean, Anthony? I, I think I'm... It's normal. Is it not? Okay. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. All right, modern. I mean, modern just like keeps. I think it's amazing. As Mango has mentioned it many times, that there's no teams or whatever, but like modern keeps rotating it, keep and it keeps changing. I think it's just. I love just watching the results in modern. I think it's. It gives me joy very often.
0: Very fun, and now we get to do it twice as much because they added two more challenges yeah in break. Every week, and yeah. this Sunday there's a modern PTQ. Those usually tend to be huge, like 400 people huge. So are you gonna play? That would be are you gonna play or uh, yeah, it's this Sunday. I might, I might. Uh, mm-hmm. I had a vintage paper event, but it looks like it's canceled because not that many people decided to play it.
1: Okay, so maybe uh, you can take it one PTQ again. Win a PTQ again. You I won mean, one a few weeks ago, so
0: yeah so i played actually uh, a lot of magic online these days i I really enjoy playing the ptqs because like this 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 group of friends we all uh you know enjoy doing that thing now so this sunday i played the vintage ptq and i finished it's funny i was 3-4 and i got paired against (laughs) nasif wow in the in the 3-4 bracket and i i got to make 63rd on tiebreaker so i won the prize of top 64 all of our four four gonna work for it (laughs) yeah exactly it was actually like nasif almost timed out as always very (laughs) nasif
1: uh so what do you what do you think it's good to play going forward in the weekend what would you recommend uh, so, this... the If I
0: get to play the Sunday Pity, for sure play Mark Tide. That's the deck I am, um, you know, the, the happiest to play in a, a nine-round event. But today I plan on playing the preliminary at the 8 p.m. There's a preliminary on, on mm. Tuesday. And I'll play the uh, Kiruga Kirug Elementals I want to play. Okay. The one from Respect the Cat. Oh, okay, okay. That's a very yeah, cool deck. So. Yeah, that's a deck that uh, I think not that many people are playing. and It has a lot of power, of course. Like... I played it today on stream, and every time you cast Keruga, you feel like it was a companion worth uh, mm. worth having. Like, of course, the the the, the restrictions are huge, but um, you know, once you cast Cahera or you cast Giganta, you don't really feel like you've achieved that much. But with Keruga, you just win the game when you cast it.
1: Yeah, that's, that's a different feeling. Okay, okay. I will personally will try to look deeper into the seven blast deck. I think that one. You know, making a few adjustments, it might be a very good deck for the PTQ, and that's what sure. I will probably land if I had time for testing. Mm-hmm. If I had like, a few hours to test, I will spend these few hours playing that deck because I think that will be worth it. All right. Um, let's move into the format of the people, maybe? No, no, <laughs> no we're moving standard, to standard. Now. Which is the format of the people. Or, or was it? Yeah, I mean, when them. I was, yeah, was running, you know, like a standard used to be the format of the people. You know, all the FNMs were standard. So, from in my heart, standard is always the when? format of the people. I when know, two, that? Two, two, year 2002 or something like that. 2003. <laughs> I know, I, I've never lived uh, during those times. <laughs> <laughs> you know, while Mongrel was the card to beat in standard and this kind of things. The, those are the days. <laughs> wow! <laughs> yeah. all, all right. Uh, scrolling through the standard
0: challenges, as always, if you uh, check out the description either on the podcast or on YouTube, you'll find all the links uh, to uh, every deck list we are talking about. And uh, there's a lot of white, so much white <laughs> in this in the standard decks. What's going on? Where are the all the black cards advertised <laughs> of the standard format? Where are they now?
1: They are banned. With Mithood Massacre. <laughs> no, I mean that's definitely not what
0: happened. Just, just, so, just to so be clear,
2: with that, that, that's that's a joke. You know, that's well,
1: it's a it's a joke. But I have to say, this will likely not happen if Midfield Massacre was legal, because we will not have this winning announcement feast right now. But yeah, it's, it was it was. Yeah, a joke.
2: probably it does contribute, yeah. of course, for sure. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, so, white seems to be the color. That's. Um, uh, yeah, one yeah. big change that <laughs> happened, because uh, I'm
0: applying a little bit of white, I even played a magical line League uh, with it, and is that far? Well, it's now starting to see playing the main deck of these big white decks mm-hmm. to have an edge against the Rakdos, Grixis, Esper, maybe?
1: I I, just, I thought it was also about the mirror match. Like, yeah. I think in the mirror match, there's there are some situations where, you know, you they are be, you're behind, they have this wedding announcement or two wedding announcements or whatever, and it's very hard to catch up. Because if you play like a lore and they can just play the four-drop and you just like this rabbit hole where you never get out. And farwell is like, you know, Farwell, let's go back to the you know, the starting position. Also, it's kinda good with reconnered buster. Like obviously it kills mm-hmm. it kills sometimes the Buster, but like you spend some time getting card advantage with the Buster, then you farwell, and then you just you know, like play yeah, the cards you, think- you drew.
2: If you think of their Bankbuster just as a card spell, like the synergy with a very powerful board wipe is very intuitive, I think. And exactly. That way. Exactly.
1: Um, you can even sometimes keep it in the battlefield, but more often yeah. than not, you, you actually try to kill Durban Bastards as well. And if you play yours first, you, you often like are ahead in cards, so you can rest it. Yeah. I mean, for a while, these decks... I mean, these decks do not look easy to attack because with the Rix's deck, you could think like, yeah, I mean, I'm trying to go under or whatever, you know, capitalize on the fact that they don't play Shield or whatever, but you look at this, look at this deck and it's, how do I beat this deck? Well, that's not going to be easy. So usually, uh, in my experience,
0: the way I beat uh, the white decks was thanks to Invoke Despair, which is often just, you get to do all three modes sometimes since they have Enchantments and planeswalker. Um And also... Fable of the Mirror Breaker cuz they don't have uh, I mean outside of uh, the Lauren they don't have like a lot of removal spells and sometimes you just get to make so much value with Fable that you know you, you you get to keep the value and if you don't overextend into the far well that's how you can win so it's it's difficult of course and uh, but yeah. I think that uh, one of the strengths against this deck is definitely Fable I
1: don't think that's true Mango because remember this this deck actually like this deck was made the it to actually play in Drixes. Right? Like this deck was, was built to be Drixes. Like in the mocks and the such. Like the, this this is the reaction. The format had to be Grixis. Even though I re is a very good card here. also fable, but yeah. the rest of the deck is like pretty weak against this deck. Like all the all the removal spells, they're, they're sure like they're like yeah. pff, they have any use like almost. You know, you have to go for the throat for here. Sure. good luck. You wanna go for the throat on Lauren. Like mm. it's um I don't know, like, it's not that easy. I assume, like, these Mardu ones with the angels and the fables are, like, trying to go that way. Mm-hmm. But it's, I mean, I don't know, it's just, like, are these decks weak to something like Esper? Maybe, right?
2: A little bit, I think. Yeah, um, maybe
1: it's a good, yeah, but it's 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 tricky, right? Because if you play Esper and then you run through Grixis, you're behind again. It's, um... I mean, it definitely. But, um, yeah, it looks like the format is not going to move, move, uh, move much before Phyrexia, but I think this is a hard deck to beat. I like something. The so,
0: so something super strange is the person that arrived uh, seventh, Falcon. He's playing thirty-one creature, twenty-nine lands. That's the list. Well, And he's raffling. playing fourth, Thalia, fourth Thalia, yeah. Garden of Thraebel, and the spells are actually sitting in the lands with four Eiganjo, three Otawara, two Takenuma.
2: I love yeah. it. That's really um, the, the Esper Legends concept again, which is Yeah. It's been enduring, yeah.
1: But this deck has to be decent at least against the white decks. It has to be actually good. Mm-hmm. Like it's just a f- bunch think, of leg- think, legend.
2: Yeah, Thalia yeah. is really quite difficult. <laughs> yeah. For these decks, I think.
1: Yeah, I
0: mean you have the yeah, you have the removal spell in the Wandering Emperor and the Lay on the Arms, but you know, I got everything, right? It's a million other creatures.
2: Yeah.
0: I like it. I like this Esper deck. It's great, I mean... Yeah, I had to read a lot of cards, but... uh...
2: (laughs) (laughs) They just print so many good legendary creatures that, like, things that readers though they would be harder to enable, are pretty easy. I think that was, like, a big breakthrough that made made before, but he realized that you can just play all of these legendary creatures and then play all of the channel lands, and then your deck both floods less, and, well, because, you know, you have a million lands, but it actually still has great hands. interaction <laughs> like Otowara is like if that if, if you can discount it to only one or two well mostly for one mana that's actually quite a good card right could play for Otowara,
1: also I feel like Otowara is Better than a Ganjo when you, when it costs yeah. one, because it's never that like Ganjo. If you're not you know being attacked or whatever, it's worse. But the water in every any any single like board position, the water has uses. Like you can just bounce your own creature with only one mana, and you, you even through Thalia, and then you you can just replay it again, right? Like protect your shield or whatever. That's the only thing I think I don't love about this deck but overall, like this concept I like it like yeah it's nice deck this this is something I will definitely try for next weekend if I was going to play a challenge or a tournament or a local tournament because it seems to be good and at least on paper it should be good against these wide decks like if you have a hand with like announcement for a while on the draw and they play thalia you know how yeah. it is right like
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah
2: that would be pretty rough.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, this this weekend it's per release so I'm gonna go to my uh, LGS and I'll stay there a few days. I plan on building a bunch of standard decks.
2: Nice.
0: Yeah, it's nice, and yeah, I like I like uh I like this Falcon deck, this Esper Esper Legends. It's not something I ever thought could be possible. Yeah, honestly. there's
1: yeah, on the other challengers like some of decks like this, but they are a little bit like streamlined. Like there's, you um, stay with well, top tier mechanic. Like there's, there are different yeah, he, builds. But yeah, open. Gigi. Gigi won the challenge with the Zesper deck. Actually, I see. I see. Yeah, it came first with the yeah. Raven Man. Raven wow, Man. <laughs> the Raven Man. Gee, that's the what one we haven't s-
2: seen that much of. But it's so similar easy to shell, that guy. but
1: Raven Man. Yeah, it's basically the same deck, but a little, a little bit different in terms of the card selection. But I will say the the same concept, the uh, same idea, and I think it's, um also this this full stroke in the cyborg. This is the cl- the classic cyborg slot that actually takes a lot of weight in both decks. Uh, I think. Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah. that, that's what I will go now. Does the Raven Man work with Connive? Yep. I think so, yeah.
2: Every discard. But so he's, your Connive, yeah, your, but cha- he's, your yeah. Channel Lands as well, by the way. People forget that a lot. So your Channel Lands Ooh, trigger it. Nice. True. Yeah, Raven Raven opponent.
1: with the Blossom. <laughs> your My opponent's cards,
2: to too, by the way. Blood Tithe Harvester, Fable, also trigger it so wow. what about
0: the but uh gg is not playing he's playing the raven man but he's not playing the 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 the, the three drop that connives from capena Tolutz is not playing that one oh, that's, I mean, that's, that's
2: fine i mean you, you, you only need to trigger it once a turn it's not like you need like if you do it twice you don't add more so i think as long as you're able no, to know. consistently trigger it it's good
1: yeah this tallest yeah. card sounds like the kind of card that maybe should be like a one-off like there's so many legends here where you actually want to draw two
0: so yeah, I think it would make sense it doesn't seem that powerful yeah. right yeah like maybe
1: it's just better to play one man, one Raven man and one one of these guys I mean it has to be better than playing two or three of the same right like they're legendary and they, they are like they do different things and these things are actually well good but together yeah, so it's may as well thing, do because
2: Esper cares so much about that um,
1: yeah exactly but, but I mean yeah it could be yeah we also see a lot of Denix uh but Denic is like very good against grixis and such but it doesn't do much against the white decks so i wonder if yeah. that's like too many Denics, considering how they yeah, are played f- the format is yeah, i don't feel like also like and you know, have the Noma with with takenuma as well i mean with um some of the decks had the 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 protection missionary what, what, oh yeah that,
2: that's unacceptable to me I, I really don't want to play those two right.
1: together yeah what does it do oh okay i understand that's so a one I yeah i don't know it's, it's a can little can you bit, yeah. can you
0: have a danik in play and the backside in play altogether? Yep. yes yes
1: it's pretty yeah, good again well the finalist yeah. has like four totalists and two rabbi men the hamuda player huh. so all, three, oh, decks hamuda, are, all uh, three decks are like yeah like very, yeah, very interesting as well because i mean yeah. you know I, yeah. I
2: seem to think of him playing as a lot of like strictly white aggressive decks and i guess this is I mean, in, in spirit, it's it's related to that, I guess, but it definitely doesn't look quite like what
1: I see. Yeah, I think it's gonna play out. a little bit more mid y right? Like there's gonna be yeah. a, a grind. Like every time he plays against soldiers or whatever, they're probably gonna play in defense very often. I think that's mid range, I guess.
2: Makes sense. Dude. Wow,
1: there's a legendary Zula Cutthroat. Yeah, I <laughs> love It's not exactly Philip or Cathrod. It's probably like better, but I had, to, I had to read so many
0: cards, but it was fun. It was a fun read. Yeah, they were <laughs> good cards. All right. Yeah, I have to decide, a- Anthony. Which of these three decks should I build? I, l- I like the Falcon one the best. Mm. Mm. I will go for Hamudas actually. No. Hamudas plus he one the, land. He has the Nombo. He has the Nombo. I mean, you can change. I mean, the Missionary, okay. Danic Nombo.
2: You know, it, you're not you're not married to that.
0: Yeah, I mean, you can like, just cut rough the yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: Mm. Then maybe, no, maybe, maybe you like... get Maybe you get No numbers there. I can do I can do the uh, the Frank Karsten, uh, exactly. uh, aggregate uh, aggra- aggregate list exactly. <laughs> you just put all three in a calculator and just uh, put I, the arithmetic. I really of this really three. don't.
2: Like, I, I think I think that doesn't work for standard. I I wouldn't do
0: that, but
1: maybe <laughs> you do, do it for the science and win win whatever you're playing, so you can just you know oh, tell Anthony man. that. He was also, wrong. Amuda doesn't play uh, Disdainful this stroke in the sideboard. Okay, then don't play him with us. I think the car <laughs> again. Okay. Okay, I have I have changed my opinion. I'm gonna go back to All the right. Falcon. Alright, I'll go Falcon. Falcon. I like Falcon. Okay, Falcon. Maybe we can cut like one Danic.
0: But yeah. Alright, cool, cool, cool. Every every time I do this podcast, I end up like buying like fifty Euros of standard cars afterwards. <laughs> like last week you made me buy the, the new Teferi's mm-hmm. two of them. <laughs> And now I have to buy 1 million legends, which would be incredibly expensive. No, they're really they're not. They're going to be useful Slowly for the more. standard tournaments. No, so. no yeah, then, then these cards don't seem expensive. Yeah, most, most of the cards are. probably Otawara. Standard Otawara. Yeah, Ot- Otawara is the only expensive card here.
1: Yeah, yeah. Sure. Otawara this is not an standard anyway. card. It's like an evergreen card. Right? Yeah, I know, yeah. I know, of course, of course. <laughs> Hey. All right, always fun to talk about
0: uh, things I don't know very much of.
2: <laughs> I mean, it's interesting, isn't it?
0: <laughs> yeah, for yeah, sure. It's good experience that? Only one, uh, only one soldier deck in the two top eight. So I guess the meta game. Uh, I don't know if people are a... naturally
2: adapting. That's just, I mean, yeah. we've kind of seen that every time, right? Like, I, I oh, fully sure. expect these big white decks are not going to be that. Big a deal in in a week or two because we've seen like, wow, Grixis dominates everything, Grixis is busted then. Oh yeah. no, soldiers is everywhere, soldiers all over the top. And now, I mean, come on, this is the third time. We've got to learn our
1: lesson, right? Let's not say, you know. No, <laughs> yeah, no, we know, we man, know, no, no. Yeah. Mono White is busted, everything is Mono White. Just, <sighs> you know, we don't, yeah, Anthony, you're wrong. <laughs> we will not ever learn the lesson. We will just now say Mono White is the best. Right, well,
2: if we're not learning the lesson, all right, Mono White's pretty busted then. All,
1: all right. right, I mean, Mono White is the best in other formats, though, <laughs> right? <laughs> In Legacy? <laughs> For example, let's see who won the Legacy Challenges this weekend. Hank, Hank, this magical line name, Hank the Obese, they're in every <laughs> Top 8
0: with Initiative of every format. right initiative? around, like yes. That.
1: That's all the Legacy and Vintage
0: luckily. Yeah, I know. He also Top, eight, top 4 did the uh, Vintage PDQ with uh, Initiative. Also, his list is so wild. Uh, he's playing the Chancellor of and March of the Otherworldly Light. That's pretty wild. I'm
1: pretty sure I have lost to this player. Yeah, I and saw like, you. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I lost to the you. Chancellor and to the gemstone caverns on the Cyborg. Like, these cards are... Yeah. Two gemstone caverns and the that's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, you know, because you you, <laughs> you want one one initiative no matter what. So Yeah, I into no. two. I mean, maybe this like, yeah, could no. play one of the caverns main deck. You know, it will not be that bad, I assume. Hmm. The, yeah, the, the 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 newest addition to uh
0: the legacy panorama is uh, well, is panorama a word T- to yeah, put in this Yeah yeah we can
2: I mean it's a little odd here but I think it makes sense let's go with that You probably meant okay. paradigm. Yeah, okay. Okay. I, I, but I like, let's go the, with panorama. I like the word I think that's panorama.
0: Cool. panorama I, I love it. now, in Italian we would say in Italian we would we would say this this way I just translated the way of saying yeah. which is you know if you're if you're speaking your second language it's not always good to translate your uh, you know, it, uh, first language yeah, way of saying into English, probably, so yeah. that's why doesn't quite go. Was, like. Panorama
1: is such a beautiful word. I love it's a it. nice one. Yeah, the legacy panorama. I like it. That's gonna. Is yeah. It, yeah, that's called that that.
2: The landscape, maybe. I don't
1: know. <laughs> the landscape. The landscape. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. No, I think it no. let no, just panorama over landscape. Empty <laughs> All <laughs> right. Linguistics.
0: All right. All right. So, uh, dn Solver won the challenge with Mono Blue Painter, which is not something we've seen lately. And uh, I've played this deck uh, on Monday, I've been, I don't want to say I've been impressed, because I think, so basically what it was, I think, is that, you know how much I like mono blue uh, 8-cast, so this deck has the strength of that deck, so it has the Urza Saga and the Emery, those are the strength. And it also has the combo kill to get the white initiative uh, matchup, but at the same time it doesn't play Chalice of the Void, which is, I believe, just the biggest strength of every Ancient Tomb deck.
1: Well I think it's because I think the the Shadow of the Void problem is this initiative problem where you know the car's so bad against initiative that it is like it is trying to beat that deck. Exactly. I think it's not about Shadows of the Void not being. I think if you ban initiative, the Shadows of the Void will go back into this deck and certainly like make it better. It's also like Shadows of the Void is not as good as it is in Eight Cast, because here you sometimes have to cast the you know the grindstone or whatever. Like it's not oh, for sure. yeah, it's not as good. It's still good, yeah. but like not well like clearly great. No, yeah, you know, yeah.
0: yeah, my parallel was with the Mono Blue Eightcast. Cast. Like is this or Mono Blue 8 cast better? And I think that uh, this might be better right now because I think it's it like the problem with 8 cast is that your opponent plays Charles of the Void on zero and your deck is just not that good. Mm-hmm. So you know, this deck plays around that a little bit. It's very resilient. I think follow. the
1: painter decks are resilient overall. Like it's not very easy to tag them, unless you play something like an old rod. In which case, yeah, but well, <laughs> stunning silence or whatever. But I think yeah, Saga.
0: Saga helps you against those. But
1: yeah, exactly. It, I think it's a yeah. they are good decks Yeah, more things happen in this Legacy Weekend. Namely, there were two Cephalid (laughs) breakfast decks in the top eight. and What
2: what a a weekend for having a smellfog and Cephalid breakfast.
1: Yeah, I mean, I have to say, yeah, I'm I'm very happy with this. Also, one of the players is like Sawatarix, which is like an absolute Doomsday master, Mm -hmm. which means Cephalid is officially better than Doomsday in Legacy. I mean, we already (laughs) knew that, but that's uh, (laughs) a... in his podcast... uh, yeah, in this podcast,
0: Kai uh, says that uh, uh, Doomsday uh, has a hard time against both Delver and the Initiative, so it's just hard to play in the challenges.
1: Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so this, to the, this the, the one thing I wanted to comment about this valid deck is, is like, one of them is quite hot because it plays Orim's Chant, which is a card that had been long forgotten, but you know it's a way to sneak the combat through over, like it's playing it over the days, and also like so. <clears throat> There was this Cephalid decks list that pop online. that were like super fast, and then there was like the Jordan one. Me and Makuto were playing with the streaks and like a controlish approach. But now it seems like the the these two versions have merged, and it's like the sixty card version, but with streaks to be Delver, and this this those versions are starting to look to look like very very strong to me. Like I think this is a finally a strong. Uh, legacy contender. I think this is no. the best Sephalid has ever been and you know, I'm let's see if, you know, it can keep the top 8 pace it has recently.
2: This is why Javier wants initiative banned. He just wants to see every deck banned until Sephalid breakfast.
1: Um. Well, I-, I said it before but like, I'm not, I think uh, Sep- initiative is one of the reasons why Sephalid is actually a good deck right now. Because yeah, balaful streaks and even the shitters, like you know, nomads in core is a creature, therefore it can attack and steal the initiative. <laughs> yeah, wow. <laughs> right. So so you you win a lot of post possible games where you just play a nomad, they play initiative, you source the guy and attack and steal the initiative and just win with initiative. Huh. like I think uh, the, this initiative thing was a just super good accident force of wallet. like it was fa- a fine deck but it's better than, than it has been before because of that yeah random creatures are good like even Narcomoeba which is a very bad card mm-hmm. well it does fly so it steals initiative which <laughs> makes it like a fine card yeah it's, it's oh, a little right. bit of an accident yeah, yeah. also Teferi Time Raveler well, it's a card I never wanted to play in the in the Jordan 1 but every time I play this deck or see it and play whatever like it's just very good like, I, 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 I regret having not played this deferring more in Cephalid because it's so good against many decks. Yeah, also, the sad part is these decks are not playing Stoneforge Mystic. But maybe it's time to move on from that card, who knows? Know. Yeah, that is uh,
0: Cephalid is definitely a deck that is not popular. Like, you keep on talking about it like it's a meme deck or whatever, but I think it's, I mean... <laughs> it's very consistently
1: put in top 8 results yeah it's a 5th most deck played in Goldfish you know it's like Delver Initiative Painter, Animator and Cephal it's more played than Elves or 8-cast you know so that's definitely more than it's the best combo deck I think actually if I had to play in a tournament right now like none for romantic reasons or whatever like historic reasons I think it is the best combo deck to play but it's a good place. If I, I mean, sorry, uh, initiative if, <laughs> or Delver if I yeah if I have, like a super important tournament. Just
2: malpractice, not to I suppose.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, how about we talk about a format that is very beloved by the people? Yeah. Alchemy. Well, Alchemy is quite, quite wild recently. You know, I, I wonder if they're gonna fix some of the cards. <laughs> Okay, okay there is a format sorry, where sorry. they can't <laughs> fix the cards, and
0: that is pauper. Oh, actually, the format the people okay. you, can ban, you can ban some cards, but they don't they they, they don't do that. They don't do that. Yet. They said the format is fine like this, and it was. There was a PTQ with a lot of people competing, and the the top hate is super diverse, with only oh. two archetypes uh, that uh, only two of the same deck, which okay, are okay. actually goblins combo, which is not very common deck um Hamuda won the same it, player it that top ate the standard one yeah oh. Hamuda took it down yeah he also top four in another format is like i don't know he tweeted something like i'm tired <laughs> at the end of the weekend yeah, definitely <laughs> a working uh, a long work weekend <laughs> sounds like it for him it's good work though especially yeah. since especially since this goblins combo i don't know if you know how the combo works anthony but magical online it's a lot of clicks
2: <laughs> yeah i know about comboing on magic online generally it's uh... Since
0: some F. No, like <laughs> Yeah, but back in the days, you had this, I don't know, a card that would just deal five damage. And mm-hmm. uh, now um, now you cut that one for Dark Dweller Oracle. So instead of that, you just have to go through your deck one at a time to find the mixture munition. Uh. So it's even more clicks now oh, than before.
1: <laughs> uh, but yeah, because the, the three mana goblin, right? Like you paid eight mana and just deal five damage. Yeah, to play exactly. It. it was fast, kind of fast. Yeah, wow. and
0: now they play Dark Dweller Oracle instead. Wow, that- so it's uh, even more clicks. If, if your opponent doesn't concede, of course, you know. Or it might just concede. Just, yeah, yeah very that seems but, like
1: a lot annoying.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but like it's all, it's totally their right not to concede. And
1: no, it's just, fine. I'm, I'm saying like I mean yeah. they must have enough time in the match, otherwise this will have not won the tournament. So
2: yeah, It's like yep, yep, the yep, time,
1: yep. but maybe like three minutes or so. I guess well, three finally, high APM a-
2: comes to Magic the Gathering. I'm very excited.
1: So,
0: yeah. The the um, the the worst matchup of mono red uh, oh, sorry Goblin combo has always been Mono Red, but Amuda I I managed to even beat it in the final, so yeah, I mean maybe it's not that bad of a matchup. As far as I remember it was bad, but again, maybe it's something.
1: I so I went this 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 like local commander scene in my town, like in the small town. So I went there and they had popper decks. So I, I mean, they asked for some games, and I asked for this moderate deck because you told me it was a good deck or whatever. And it, it is good. Like I got, I got to play like a few games, like I don't know ten games of popper. Uh, you see, from other people, and this moderate deck was great. Like this cool author I was impressed how consistent it felt. You know, like yeah, it, it was mean, a deck like it wouldn't mean- flood much, wouldn't screw you. It was good. I was impressed by it. Just, just yeah, that. imagine
0: you know a format where people just have decks around to to lend to you know like that. It exactly. must be a format of the people.
1: Exactly. No, no I I definitely had the format of the people experience. I, I want to tell be you here because you know that, that I really <laughs> felt like that. Like wow, this is really the format of the people here too. You know, like there were yeah people had random like decks there. You know, yeah, do lend this to me. You see, Anthony, that's how it goes here. <laughs> mm. There is an
0: interesting card in this mono deck that, that came second. That is Goblin Blast Runner. Did you see, yeah, yeah. I mean, it it's off. a yeah, <laughs> standout. It's a new card and gets plus two plus zero in menace as long as you sacrifice that permanent this turn. You'll be like, How can you sacrifice permanence? There's so many ways. You have implement of combustion, experimental synthesizer, cool dotha rebirth, fire blast, bold and epicure. Wow,
1: wow, yeah, yeah this card's it. actually smart, right? Like, I've never tried this card, yeah. I, I mean, the, the one I got, Lent uh, also didn't have it, but this is smart. I mean. It's gonna attack for free so often. Also, Menace is an important ability in Popper because there are a lot of creatures around, so... Yeah, I mean...
0: Yeah, and also, notably, in this sideboard, there aren't any Relic of Progenesis, which is the main way to take down uh, the Demir uh, the, the decks. So did, they might be they too so slow bad, man, and this person oh, no, decided to...
1: Sorry, no, mind. Yeah. My bad. Maybe the matchup is also, like, fine anyway. It's kinda good, right? Like, that's the only matchup I played, Mango. And I felt uh-huh. like mana red like, was sort of favored, but maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, I have so no idea, but I felt you, like it was good for mana red. Yeah, you only lose when they play the plus one plus one lifelink card on yeah. a five five. That's exactly. the way you can. But beat it, you. it it has to be the the terror because the like Angler, It was not super hard to actually
0: like mm, some of the games. Bolt.
1: Yeah, like you just hold the yeah the interactive cards. I mean, maybe that's why they don't play this card. Maybe they did not expect that many blue black. Like I think Popper is. It looks like the metagame is very spread. Like, it's not like it's only, all the decks are different, but.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah.
1: there's definitely some played decks, like like Mono Red and Affinity are the
0: most played deck, but after that, it's pretty it's pretty diverse, for sure. I mean, looking at the top eight,
1: I would have liked to play some Relic of Progenitus in the sideboard, that's for sure. Like, there's yeah, like three, for sure. three there's decks a, that sort of fall to it, so. There's a combo deck in the uh, the Dark ritual combo deck.
0: The, what's it called, the, Storm. it has a name right now. I don't remember the name.
1: Yeah, oh, yeah, it's
0: reaping the graves. Yeah. yeah, cycle store. That's Grays the name.
1: Back. Yeah, <laughs> This classic story that just falls to hate. But game one is like a great deck. Yeah, I mean that's. Um, I kind of miss playing black. popper sometimes. You know, I used to play it more before, and it's a cool format.
0: Yeah, so we had uh, our local popper league in my town on Thursday. Last Thursday, we had twenty six people, and remember, it's a town without a store, so it's just you know. Hmm. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean that's pretty cool. I I wonder, like, if they made the leak here, they will probably have some people as well. You know, like it's, um, yeah. I mean, it's one way to find out. You know,
2: be the change you want to see. I'm
1: not gonna, I'm not gonna make a leak myself, but no, or can someone else to do it? I mean, if someone else does, I might show up, but I'm not gonna do it myself.
0: (laughs) Well, let them know. Organizing events, it's so bad. Like, like, like it's such a bad feeling. Like again, uh, me and a friend of mine tried to organize this, this, this vintage. On Sunday, you know, we 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 found the place, and now just everybody goes like, "Oh, I have to do that. Oh, I have to do this." And they're the same person that would just meet you and be like, "Oh, when do we play next time?" And then they just, you know, when you actually well, do a thing, that,
2: they—that's the thing. It's free know. to say that they want to show up, and not free for them to actually know, show up and I then know. you get yeah. It's I agree. I understand. I, I, understand, I understand.
0: I agree. And, with you. and obviously, we make no money off of these events. Like this, like twenty every all oh, the whole prize, the whole entry fee gets put into the prize. So we just do it. Mm-hmm. to 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 play like a and like service, stay together yeah. for a day oh, yeah wow. exactly so it's just it's 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 sometimes demoralizing to organize these events and actually just have to talk to people who just make up ex- I mean whatever I mean it's just a, it's a game yeah and yeah it it's, makes all, good. Sense it's but all good people don't want to play yeah. it yeah, uh, yeah.
1: talk about this like I'm very grateful like here in Barcelona there's like this old school league there's the pre-modern league there, there's a lot of there's just a proper league in Barcelona and uh, those are run by people that actually just put in the effort the effort to like gain nothing but the experience for them and other people, so I think, exactly. I think it's cool there are people there, like, you know, shout out to, for them because they, it's very really cool that people like that are just passionate enough for the, uh, for the game, you know, and they also know how to do it to have tournaments nice. like this, you know, it's pretty cool. Yeah,
0: yeah, for sure, the Popper is super thriving here because every region has a league, every region has, like, invites to the Popper Geddon, the buys wow. and things like that. Like, I don't know if you heard of it or, or read it on Twitter, but the Popper Geddon, uh, sold uh, 400 tickets in like in like few minutes, <laughs> and now and now they have to open the uh, registration again for two. Uh, I don't know. Like honestly, that can just fill probably a thousand people in in oh,
1: that like, in forget Milan. That's wild. <laughs> yeah, one day one day I will go to one. I think just to at the list to make sure I take pictures to make Anthony jealous.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Yeah, we we you know people. My, my, me and my friend
0: got, got the tickets, so we'll be uh, participating. Uh, March is gonna be an intense month, and uh, uh, I look forward to it. And a the lot. magic
1: panorama, magic panorama for sure. <laughs> we have
0: a, yeah, a lot of a lot of magic to be played. But first, you have your pro tour, the actual factual pro tour. Yep. We've be calling every event pro tour, but you'll be playing, you know, the first one after. Four years,
1: yeah, yeah. Three, four, yeah. Four, I'm kind of excited. Like out. it's, I, I don't know how it's gonna sink when we are there, but I'm pretty sure yeah. it's gonna be something special. Uh, sure. you know? I think it
0: is because yeah. it's like it's a, it's gonna be a huge convention with people coming in for like the, ex-
1: you know, there's gonna be a lot of events. Yeah, also, the house experience before. I'm looking forward yeah, exactly. to it. Exactly, you know, the, the classic. Yeah, end. two or three kilos I'm gonna get that week because that's what happens <laughs> every time I go to the US. To stay a house, uh, like to stay in a week in a testing house. I mean, if
2: you eat Olive Garden every day, that's going to happen. That's you know, you can't really. Yeah,
1: I there. mean, I, I mean, we will do the culinary review once we are back. That's for sure.
2: I'll be mean, good. I'll we'll get to show Mango what some you know what some good food looks like. So
1: yeah, exactly.
0: The uh, what was it saying? Oh yeah, the the testing houses remind me a lot of the instant ramen. Something I never eat here, of course. Yeah, but, I, I don't uh, think that's I, happening this time. I was time. doing this testing <laughs> house, I would always.
1: I would always eat the instant ramen all day, all time, like every meal. Every, every meal, meal. will show up. Yeah, and I, meals <laughs> will be very common. Also, yeah. I wouldn't expect. Also, that.
0: <laughs> I was so impressed that uh, the uh, the the Asian people like Li Tien and friends they weren't drinking the broth.
1: Yeah. Which, huh?
0: I don't know. It, tastes, it tasted great to me. <laughs> yeah,
1: me too. It is strange. They yeah, just, no, yeah, yeah. They I mean. would just
0: eat the noodles and yeah. then
1: just throw away the broth. No, you eat the broth. You, dro- you drink the broth. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe we're like just Latin. Yeah, I don't know. Do I never think?
2: noticed that. Um,
1: but you, 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 you drink did. the broth or you throw it away? Uh, I just. you ever it, yeah. eat like this, you discard it. Yeah. Wow. Man, mango it's us. like for
0: us. <laughs> like when we eat, I don't know, tortellini broth or yeah. like. I don't know many things like the broth. Actually, I mean, I know that instant noodle broth is not even comparable to that <laughs> one, but yeah, the broth is 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 like is very important.
1: I mean, imagine your grandma when she does the the pasta with broth, and then no, you start like, like, like that's she,
0: not comparable. Yeah, that. I know. I know <laughs> but
1: you know, imagine like yeah, yeah, it's uh, <laughs> yeah, it's def- the, it's our fault the, then. But yeah, I'm mean, like mango here. Like I just drink all of it. <laughs>
0: huh. uh, yeah,
1: yeah. I'd you have to no, come you to know.
0: America. <laughs> to eat that though, you can't you can't buy instant noodle. You're, maybe you can, but
1: it's not it's not experience. I mean, I experience is eating the noodles there in America.
0: <laughs> oh no no! I have to, I have to get the story uh, too because you know we are in the story time. I remember once I come back from a uh, testing house and uh, you know how like you have to leave the house and there's this leftover and I and I took home uh, one or two of these instant noodle and I and I and I brought it home here in Italy and my father. <laughs> Uh, saw me or like i don't know smelled uh while i was eating them and he and he was just so disgusted by it because yeah that's funny i still still remember his,
1: his face or like what are you doing we
0: gotta bring back some stuff yeah. for him then
2: we'll find something for your for your father while we are there maybe you know? yeah
1: oh yeah
0: also how, how I, I was in new york uh, uh, the last month and he, and he kept uh, he kept telling me like stop eating this broth because <laughs> <laughs> i was I was eating uh, japanese ramen things like that
2: i think you're meant to drink that uh, i'm not sure though
0: hmm. yeah yeah drink drink yeah, drink. yeah I,
2: th- I think you're meant to i'm not sure I'm not, i don't actually know though <laughs>
0: Wow! Yeah, the the the, the testing out experience is definitely one of the things uh, I know that is definitely one of the experiences you miss the most about these. Because like yeah, it's great. Yeah, when we did it in Sofia, it was, it was really fun.
1: It was so fun. Yeah, I mean, we, we might we will do it again. Mango, don't worry.
0: All right, all right, all right. I wanna remember once again that if you want to uh, show some support, there is Patreon.com/slash Carnies, and also mm-hmm. that you can find us on every podcast platform as well as on my uh, YouTube channel. Uh, thank you so much for listening.
2: Thank
1: you, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye.